Hey, good morning, everybody. It's the show before the show. Um, hey, typically we're going to start the show before the show and we'll do our best every day by 7.50 and who knows, maybe we'll start a little earlier. Who knows? We've talked about a lot of those things. Just want to let everybody know what's going on. Uh, Vic's here. Lizzie's here. Projo's here. Good afternoon to everybody. Hi, Terry and Angie. Uh, highlights from the weekend, Lizzie? Highlights? Yeah. I, it really wasn't all that exciting, really. Just, you know, hanging out with the kids. Although that is exciting. I shouldn't say that. But got to hang out with all my kids this weekend. Yeah, I was just looking back at comments from the show. I guess our comments from Friday were still in there, at least on mine. And I saw somebody put Homeless Barbie. Homeless Barbie. <laughs> the L.A. edition. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> I didn't see that. That's good. I didn't see that oh, either. Oh, that's funny. Oh, sure. <laughs> that's good. Oh. It's good, but it's bad. It's bad, but it's good. I can't wait to when you and Eric go and eat your popcorn and give us an, a live update while you're watching it. Yeah, I wonder if, if that'll happen. Eric really wants it to. He doesn't want to go watch Barbie. I don't really think he does either. But how funny would that be? Yeah, probably, maybe. Um, Actually, it's you who doesn't want to watch Barbie. You probably both don't want to watch Barbie. I know when I went with with my kids... My husband did not go. Yeah, I get that. Okay. Hey guys, welcome to the show before the show. Just putting final touches on the show, giving everybody a chance to get into the show. Uh, hi, Mary. Hi, Cindy. Good to see you guys. Hi, Annette and Trisha. Of course, Mary, I think I already said hi to you. Hi, Heather and Karen and Kimberly. Thank you for liking, subscribing, sharing the show as we get ready to rock and roll so much as Mondays always provide. Um, Tons of information. We'll get to it all. Lots of crazy stuff. Also, an interview I can't wait to get into again. Coming up at 9 o'clock, we've had Michael Lutz on before. He has a national organization. He's a national guest where he raises money to provide um, bulletproof vest for police officers. Yeah, because you'd think that would be one thing that first responders got everywhere. It isn't. <laughs> Go figure. Yeah. Um, but he's also national guest when it comes to certain topics today, um, are all these people who had all this evidence from January 6th really going to now delete all the evidence they had because they don't want it to be seen as something that's favorable for Donald Trump, which in turn would hurt them in the long run as well. Be very interesting. We'll get into that. But Michael's a terrific guest and he was on with us before and was super popular. He's going to be good. 
see here. I'm really, uh, I'm really hating. Now my daughter went already when she went to Mizzou and, and it, while it was sad and she was going away, it's different. Now my son, I'm getting ready to take him on Wednesday. Wow. That's so bitter. But it almost, it marks, it marks two thirds of the kids gone. Mm -hmm. <laughs> and that's like, yeah, it's hitting, it's hitting me. Yes, that's for well. sure. I was like, damn, going through all of this stuff. It doesn't still, get easy. I still have a sophomore, as you you and I have talked about, Lizzie. Yes, yes. I have one left, too, who's a freshman. It's not fun. No, because it doesn't matter which kid, the first, the middle, the last, any of it. It's just heart-wrenching. It's bittersweet. You want them to go and move on with life, but you miss them. But, you know, in these day and age, a lot of them come back. Like I, I've got a revolving door at my house. <laughs> yeah. Like my one daughter, she moved out a week ago and she's come back and slept at our house like three times. How old is that daughter? 23. Okay. Yeah. And she has her own place and everything, but she likes to come back and see her siblings and stuff. And it's not that far away. It, it's, you know, about a 40 minute drive, but then she'll just spend the night with us. Maybe I shouldn't encourage it, but I like it. Hey, let me see here. <laughs> That's like feeding the bears. Yes, they're, they're, they'll come back. They do. Maybe you want them to come back. Yeah, I do. So I just let them get whatever they want out of the refrigerator. Take, and when they leave, they take stuff. Like I have no couch in my downstairs. Thanks, basement. Annette, for that. Yeah. Thanks, Annette. Thanks, Annette, for sure. Like every time they come in and stay and then they leave, more furniture gets moved out or more appliances get moved out and that's good. All right. We'll get let's get to the we'll get to the show. You go ahead and start, Joe. Hey guys, welcome to Cancel This, Cancel This Show.com. I'm Vic Faust with Lizzie Sparks and Pro Joe rocking and rolling things on the video and the audio chat line. We're Monday through Friday, as you know. News, news headlines, 8 to 10 a.m. Central Time and all the time on that site, Cancel This Show.com. Please like, subscribe, share the show. Let everybody know what we're doing. If you're listening on the podcast, you can also take those podcasts and send them to people you think would be great that they'd love to hear it for just like a text. And of course, you know how you can check in on all of our video platforms at canceltheshow.com. It is Monday. It is August 14th. We've got a ton to get to. Coming up at nine o'clock, Michael Letts talking about, is the January 6th committee really going to delete all that evidence that now they're afraid of that could benefit Donald Trump and then screw other investigations? Yeah, we're going to wait and see. Michael's on live at nine. He's a terrific national guest. He also raises money for Bulletproof Vest for first responders because yeah believe it or not our first responders don't have those included when they need them uh, tomorrow max price he's going to be headlining the funny bone in the st louis area 
Max Price, yeah. and a very, very funny comedian. He's going to be in studio. We'll be promoting him. He's kind of like, I'm a straight down the line guy when it comes to politics. So we'll have Max in studio. That'll be fun. Got our normal Wednesday lineup up. Friday, Kelly Mano back in. Eric Johnson. Uh, Eric came in Friday. A lot of people were glad to see Eric show back up. That's for sure. I saw comments throughout the weekend. I, I did too. He was at... He needed to recharge his battery. He, he did need to recharge his battery. And he's back. He's officially part of our show. We just won't be here every day because he has a full-time job. And he was in Kansas City all weekend. But he really missed us. I think he missed you the most, Vic. Yeah, we did. We had a, we had a good hug. Yeah. I yeah, he you, missed man. you a lot. I love you, man. Back uh -huh. when Bud Light commercials were actually good. I love you, man. Mm -hmm. What's up? What's Remember up? that one? What's up? Oh, yeah, back in the day when Bud Light actually had commercials. Now, they'll be a thing of the past. They'll be in a, in a museum somewhere. You were in a museum over the weekend, right, Projo, in Florida? Indeed. What kind of museum was it again? Uh, the Ringling uh, Museum in Sarasota, Florida. And Barnum and Bailey Circus? Yeah, yep. The, the very one. Was that kind of, was it, did they have some, like, odd, weird, bizarre, strange there, things oh inside. So it, not just inside, all over the property, there's these little statues. I mean, there is so much cryptic things in this, in the, the whole What do you property. mean cryptic? There, just is it the, like the art, the, the symbols, like the, the way the, the architecture is the, it's a very fast. It sounds place. ominous the way you're describing it's a very it. Very fascinating place. There's actually uh, some conspiracy stuff going on with like tunnels and and. Let's bring it on. Terry says she's been there too. I, I, what part of Florida? It's Sarasota. Okay. It, it literally Sarasota was built around this property. What? Yeah, yeah. The, they they actually started Sarasota from this property. All right. Yeah. Well, get it on. Get it well, on. Yeah. I'll, I'll, it would definitely sound better coming from somebody else with more knowledge. Your girl. Yeah. Your girl knows it. So. Yeah. yeah. Um, all right, it is cancel this, cancel the show.com. We were trying to get everybody into the show. Okay, here's what we got. This whole Maui situation, we're starting in Maui today because last week we talked about it being sad, but the first thing I said after that is I want to know how they began because this is so just unreal that something like this could happen. We started to see videos that came out. And then, of course, as I said, as we show you some of the video, we should be able to talk over some of the video. I mean, you see people, you hear the stories, at least 93 dead. The total's probably going to go up. People jumping to save their lives into the ocean. I mean, imagine that type of a situation. And then, of course, as we show you the video, um, you see all kinds of just crazy, nasty things happening in Maui. And then, of course, what do you have? The very liberal, ultra-liberal Democrat Hawaii governor, um, Josh Crow, saying uh, it's a very real global warming situation. Global warming caused all of these conditions. The hurricane that was in the area caused all of these conditions. And then you start talking. I talked to a friend who did not want to be on TV or camera who said, it's not adding up here. And people who live here say it's not adding up. What the what government officials are saying, it's not adding up. This kind of thing does not happen here. It's not because we're too dry and we're going to have fires that start to come through. And then, of course, what do you have? You have a liberal, ultra, ultra liberal governor. What do they do immediately? What do they do in California and Oregon? Global warming. It's global warming. It's global warming. It's global warming. Mm -hmm. It's very, 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 very strange. Okay. And it's sad because this, and it only hit the, it hit the most affluent area as well. 
monster homes. You said Oprah has a home there, right, too? Yes, Oprah has a home. And I'm seeing all over, like, for example, people are saying that, okay, so she has a home there. And in 2017, she had a deadly fire near her Montecito mansion. and In California. In California. And this happened the same way. And she has her... Uh, BG, I don't know if I can say his name, and Obama all have property there. And they keep buying more and more and more. I'm not saying that they started the fire, but other people are saying that one of them started the fire to lower the property values so that they can buy up the whole island. Well, let's listen to a resident. And this was because I was doing some research over the weekend. And just listen, we're going to show you two residents. The second video is going to explain what's been happening in Maui when it comes to worldwide meetings. And then the first video is this resident, as we pop that video up to show you, explaining his perspective of what's happening there, because it doesn't make sense. Actually, we'll sh okay, we'll show you this video first then. Uh, this guy is explaining what's been happening in Maui. Just listen to this, connect the dots, and then you be smart enough to realize what's going on. I'm give a little update on the Hawaiian fires. Now, I want you to look at this footage and this surely doesn't look like a fire to me. It looks like something almost exploded or something went off. Now, what's interesting is certain things are still standing while other things are not. Now, the governor did say this is climate change doing this. Interesting. What they don't talk about is in January how they had in Maui a smart city conference to turn Maui into an entire smart island, changing everything to electric, renewables, solar panels, and pushing everybody into electric vehicles. 15-minute smart cities. So now what's also interesting is next month in September, Hawaii is hosting the Digital Government Summit utilizing AI to govern the island. Hmm. It's almost like they're resetting something to start rebuilding for this in which they're trying to push. That makes sense. I mean, that does. That goes along with the whole um, Obama and all of those people it gave me property. chills yes. it gave me chills the first time that i yes. saw the video because last week on this show the very first thing i said was i'm sad just wait till you see how this started it doesn't make any no, sense No, it doesn't and a friend of mine kind of down the middle friend who lives there said nothing adds up with this mm -hmm. and everybody everybody is like wait a second Something's not right here. Correct. And don't think for a second that most of the people on the island think that it's global warming. They don't. You may have some hardcore people left that love the governor, but from what I'm told, the people out there in Maui say, uh-uh. They're like, this was not from quote, global warming, as the governor says, that there were other, other issues that were going on. Here's another local guy giving his assessment of what was going on in Maui. Ben in the industry of people losing their homes uh, due to fire, flood, moats, or emergency services. But I need you guys to hear me out. You don't see what's going on. I feel something is bigger. I've been, um, I've been on Maui the last nine years, and I know the geographical location and how everything works. There was no fucking way that a hurricane missed Big Island, went to Maui, and didn't flood them, didn't give them, you know, crazy you know, other things, but it caused fires. It caused fires in not only on Maui, but it caused fires in the most precious parts of real estate in Maui. Lahaina Front Street is worth billions. 
The Hawaiians that have been holding out and the Kanaka have been holding out for years not wanting to sell their property in Lahaina due to these big million dollar companies. It is not a coincidence. I don't believe how in the most precious parts of Maui, Kula, Lahaina, and Kihei, that the locals that are standing strong and do not want to give up Oprah Winfrey's fucking view up in Kula that the Hawaiians are holding out on, that the fire was going to, the, Ho the Hawaiians and the Kanaka that was holding right there on Front Street. As I said, it wasn't adding up last week. It's adding up to me. And I don't care if you call me conspiracy theorist. I'm not losing my mind. I'm telling you, there is a reason this happened. And when you start to talk to people, as I have on the island, and then you start to hear other reports of the information and the situations that have been happening, we're not losing our mind to think something's going on. Absolutely not. I have an aunt-in-law who lives there, and she said it's not adding up. Nobody believes it, whether you're right, left. They all have different opinions of why it started, but as the most part, they think it's our government that is doing it. I don't get the Oprah standpoint, Terry said, so it cleared a view for Oprah. I, I mean, I think it's more about being able to do... I, I agree with the smart city. Yeah, me too. I agree with, well, if it's down, they wouldn't sell properties. Mm -hmm. Then when these things happen, maybe you're more forced to sell a property. Uh, keep in mind, as the gentleman told us, they had a smart city convention in January. Right. About how to make Maui a smart city. Yes. A 15-minute smart city. Mm -hmm. All tech. Correct. Uh, Helen says this is not a conspiracy. Um, yeah, and we welcome all opinions. Um, maybe it's not a conspiracy. I think something was done deliberately. Mm -hmm. I don't think this happened by chance. Um, then when you consider, I really came over to the side and I'm sticking my flag in that when I saw that they had that meeting in January. Yes. And then next month. Oh, yeah, the digital summit. Hmm. The digital mm -hmm. government summit happening in Maui. Of all the places, when you see what happened in January, when you see what happened last week, and now the summit for AI and AI to govern the smart city of Maui, and you have over 20 years of property owners refusing to give up certain property where government and big business from all over the world was trying to buy. I'm no scientist or meteorologist, but how does a hurricane, a hurricane, we're talking winds and water, start fires? That's a really good question, Joe. Really good question. It doesn't add up, does it? I mean, give me a break. No. And well, I they're talking about the wind <clears throat> accelerating it, but it doesn't even make sense when you do that. No. Well, it doesn't make sense that people are even jumping in the ocean and they're not safe oh. in the ocean because the ocean's on fire. How does that happen? Helen says, yeah, guys, that's what I was saying. I was agreeing with you. It's not a conspiracy. This is real. This yeah. is all real shit. They will do yeah, whatever Helen's it takes. Right to get what they want. And this time it happened in Maui mm -hmm. and it happened in Lahaina, the richest place that you could possibly do that. And as Anthony says, Vic, remember wind won't move fire fast. Um, they claim it was drought conditions and the winds fanned the flames. That's what I was just saying the claim was by their governor, their ultra liberal democratic governor. And I hate that I have to say that, but we know that's a talking point Absolutely. of the left. If you're a left, oh my God, we've got global warming this, global warming that. Mm -hmm. That was not the cause of this. There is something else going on there, and we think we know what it is. It's to drive people out, to yes. change the way things are going. Correct. And there's a reason why companies all over the world, massive companies, want that property. They want that area. And of course, it's an extremely beautiful place. 
and uh, Lahaina as well. An incredible place. I haven't been there, but I know people who've been there. Uh, and Curtis's wife told me she was in Lahaina a couple of years ago, just talked about how great that place is. And then boom, just like that, everything goes downhill. Anthony says, of course, wind spreads fire fast, Vic, very fast. That's what my point was. Again, I think I was misunderstood from that standpoint. Helen also says there's video circulating showing trees still standing untouched by fire. Which makes you go, hmm, I don't know exactly what's going on, but those things are going on. So we continue to show that. Oh, Bendy says the show froze. Yeah, uh, people are saying we have no sound and the show froze. Okay, well, hopefully we come back on. We'll continue to talk and do the show as we're going on with everything that's happening. Um, I see my camera moving in and out. Yes, <laughs> so that's yes. interesting. It's just one of those frustrating things to see what happens when those things go down. So with that being said, we just continue to talk about what we have. Um, we have no idea what the 100% truth is, but we start to see things that are going on in that side. So Vic got the old silencer. So we know we have not been taken off because we still see our show. So nobody took our sound off. Um, we're going to figure out what happened to audio one way or the other. Maybe it's a cord or something. Who knows, Joe? Um, Joe's looking for that. People are saying there's no audio and some people have froze. I think Joe even froze out there. Uh, but it's interesting. Are we still on um, YouTube and Rumble? Is everything good on YouTube and Rumble? It looks like we're fine on Rumble. And YouTube is having some glitches too, but Rumble looks like we're fine. So somebody on Rumble unfroze and no sound. So we're not fro so we're not froze anymore. It's just the Rumble sound. Rumble has no sound either. Uh, Rumble. So oh yeah, then that's on us. Right. Rumble doesn't have sound, so I have no idea. Testing, testing. Are we back on? Okay. Um, it's testing. To, uh, that's what I'm saying. Testing. It says we're still streaming. And I hear you right. Uh, there's a thumbs up, so maybe we're back on right now. Just lost sound on YouTube, and I can only comment on Facebook. It is interesting as we talk to figure out what some of those things the are whole, happening. The whole computer just shut down and restarted. Are we back on, though? I, it says end stream, so it's, it, it, it claims we're still streaming. All right, So, but people say they still can't hear us. It's one of those interesting things. Yes. Every now and then, it, it, it's it's weird when it's the topics that we talk about. Mm -hmm. Wait, now, now they should be able to hear since I brought your... Yeah, so okay. we're back. On, we're continuing to talk about it. It certainly makes people wonder... What is going on? So let us know if you still hear us or... Well, and, and that I absolutely think is something that we know our government, our big people do, is when we're talking about things they absolutely do not want us to talk about. And you know the thing Yeah, we're back about now. No, past. but we're back now. Yeah, but yeah. I okay. didn't touch a thing. Right. <laughs> I swear. I saw the it's another reason Joe's to face. watch us every day, Monday yes. through Friday, 8 to 10 a.m. Central and all the time. Canceltheshow.com, canceltheshow.com. Yeah. The last time we had issues is when we were talking about what subject, guys? You know what we were talking what, about. What were we talking about? On Antarctica. Boom. Uh -huh. Right there. We're all just sitting here and then boom. don't you think boom. they could coordinate? It could be the same people in Antarctica might want Maui. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Anyway, yeah, for those who couldn't hear us while we continued to talk and do the show, it, it, we didn't give any new information. It was what's been happening, what's going on. And it, it, it certainly, certainly, yeah, Abe says, keep saying, uh, 
AI, it must have made it angry and it took us off. I'm sure. We make people angry on Government daily. dominance by AI. <laughs> it's coming into the studio. Yeah. Um, but it is. Cancel this. Cancel the show.com. Yeah, We're willing to talk about the stories and the subjects that local news refuses to cover. Oh, we don't want to get into that. We don't want to give the full story. Oh, my God. People no. may look at us weird. Yeah, they, they don't like us. Our, or, and, of course, what national media does. But uh, I am Vic Faust, Lizzie Sparks, Pro Joe. We're still here. We're going to continue to do what we do and put the information out, put truth out, because you can't stop talking about these things because it doesn't make sense and then it does make sense now what's happened in maui and uh prayers thoughts and prayers you know what joe biden's trying to send hundreds of millions of dollars back to ukraine if you're not going to pay for our damn vets and take care of our veterans in this country in the homelessness situation then send the damn money to maui to right. redo maui not with this other bullshit that we're talking about and not sending it more money to Ukraine in a war that's not going to end in anyone's favor in the United States. It's not. But once again, we're hearing, oh, now President Biden's asking for six times more money for Ukraine than he is to stop illegal immigration. Think about that. Yet you still want to go to a voting booth and vote for that dumbass, vote for that regime, vote for that crime family syndicate. Uh-uh, stop it. Just stop it. Come on, stop it. Be smart, deep breath, and take off your Trump-hating glasses just for one yes. second. Think about yourself, your family, because these are the types of things that are happening. Oh, we're going to send all of our money over there. Um, this is Cancel This, CancelTheShow.com. We're going to continue to give you updates. Um, we'll, we'll follow the Maui story, the Maui situation, because I guarantee we have not heard the end of some of the crazy, bizarre stuff that's going on. And I think everybody that listens to this show or views this show can at least see the truth and what's going on there. We see the truth, but we know that Joe Biden doesn't. He was out riding a bike, acting like he didn't even care. And he doesn't care. We know he doesn't care. But you know what? You would think he could just give the illusion that he cares, like just for when he normally is in the basement. This would have been a weekend. He should have stayed in the basement instead of rode his bike like he didn't even care at all. Um, stop the money to Ukraine. Stop, oh, stop the it. money to yes. Ukraine. Stop the money to Ukraine. We have gone through, we have too many issues and too many problems in this country right now to be worrying about Ukraine, Ukraine, this Ukraine, that we, nothing has happened except us sending our money, our ammunition and weapons to Ukraine. When we all see the truth of what's happening in that place right now, and it's not getting any better. And you can't believe anything that you hear from the government. We were talking about some of these things earlier. And of course, there are people who are trying to quote, come after you trying to eliminate anything that any idea that you have case in point, just be careful. There's a way to talk to people about these issues. You have to be persistent, but you have to be patient. Just like Republican presidential nominee Vivek Ramaswamy, who, by the way, we already know Trump has, Trump's eaten up everything. He was like Pac-Man who ate all the dots on the board. He's, he's the big Pac-Man. He increased his size, and but there's little Pac-Man running around, and that's Vivek. He's actually mm -hmm. the highest, mm -hmm. he's the highest gaining it doesn't mean anything in regards to winning, but he's actually outpacing and doing better and has more support, at least trending, than Ron DeSantis. Yes, that is very true. And, and that's why they're attacking him. They're attacking him because they see well, his upward trend. Well, people sometimes in life will try to set you up. They'll have cameras. They'll do whatever they need to do, phones. Mm -hmm. And somebody tried to set up Vivek and watch him 
totally disarmed this person who came up to him and said that they were panse uh, pansexual. And it's interesting because I was in a hospital last week and this very kind woman who works the information desk, and, and I probably would have said the same thing. There were two, what, 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 what I would describe as two women walked up looking for help, one asking for her friend. Well, the woman at the desk goes, oh, well, can she come up here and I'll have her sign it? And then the other woman goes, that's not a she, that's a he. Hmm. And I'm like, what? I would have said the same damn thing. The he looked 100% like a she, but was identifying as a he. And then the other woman scolded that woman working the information desk at the hospital for oh. calling her friend a she when she looked 100% like a she instead of he. Then you know what the woman at the front desk did after that? She immediately goes, oh, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I didn't mean to offend you. Oh, and, stop. and then they looked and they go, that's all right. They, but because that's what they want you to say is, oh, I'm sorry I offended you. And we have got to stop saying we're sorry. I, I, was, I, at, I was at BJC. Yeah, well, I prob well, BJC, that tells you everything that you need to know with everything well, that they're doing. people can show, but show up anywhere, though, right? They can oh, go oh absolutely. But I, you're going to get an apology from sure, for sure well, from BJC. Look, just listen to this class, unintended class, by Vivek Ramizwame, what he put together right here. Well, I don't think it's one community. Really? Yeah. I mean, how could it be? You just mash together an alphabet soup. Trans is fundamentally in tension with gay, if you ask me. But what's your opinion? I'm personally in pansexual, so I was okay. just wondering what your views on same-sex couples were. I don't have a negative view of same-sex couples, but I do have a negative view of a tyranny of the minority. So, so I think that in the name of protecting against a tyranny of the majority, and there are times in this country's history where we have had a tyranny of the majority, we have now, in the name of protecting against tyranny of the majority, created a new tyranny of the minority. And I think that that's wrong. I don't think that somebody who's religious should be forced to officiate a wedding that they disagree with. I don't think somebody who is a woman who's worked really hard for her achievements should be forced to compete against a biological man in a swim competition. I don't think that somebody who's a woman that respects her bodily autonomy and dignity should be forced to change clothes in a locker room with a man. That's not freedom, that's oppression. And so I believe that we live in a country where free adults should be free to dress how they want, behave how they want, and that's fine. But you don't oppress, you don't become oppressive by foisting that on others. And that especially includes kids, because kids aren't the same as adults. And so I think adults are free to make whatever choices they want. But do not foist that ideology onto children before children are in a position as adults to make decisions for themselves. And so I think a lot of the frustration in the country, and if I'm being really honest, that I also share, comes from that new culture of oppression where saying those things can actually get somebody punished. And in my case, it's part of why it's my responsibility to say them. And I respect that you may have a different opinion, and that's okay. It's part of what makes our country great is that you and I can be civil and have this conversation and that we live in a country that still gives us, each of us the right to speak you know, to a presidential candidate and back and still say that we pledge allegiance to the same nation. So I think that's the beauty of our country and that's my honest opinion. Awesome, well Thanks. thank you very much, I appreciate thank that. Thank you for your civility as well, I Absolutely. appreciate it. That was a great conversation. I don't agree with the pansexual, but wow, what a mic drop moment he had. It for really sure. was. Uh, 
I, I do like him. I don't know how. And whether you like him, agree with him, n- know about him, uh, would follow his policies. By the way, he's also the same guy that thinks that every American should be able to pass a civics course before being able to vote. And he it blew me away. I, I could not agree. It'll never happen in this uh, <laughs> country that we live in. Um, but it's amazing. Um, Todd says, what's a pan? Everybody on the chat line is asking, what even is it? Would you like to explain it to us, Vic? Yeah, ask AI. Yeah, okay, yeah. <laughs> we, too bad Eric isn't here to talk. I don't being. think there's a lot of difference between being gay and being pan. I looked it up and, and, and it was tra- like, they'll do anything. Trans and part of the trans movement. Correct. Uh, and that's what Vivica was getting into. Everybody mm-hmm. trying to jump in with their alphabets and yes. push me down because I don't agree with you or it, it's not what my faith is about and you're going to attack my faith. Bendy says she posted the definition somewhere if you wanted to find that great. Uh, but once again, that's how civility, but not, but I, I credit the pansexual, because the pansexual was just sitting there. That's why I felt, and I don't have proof, that he was being set up, because the camera is over behind the trees with leaves in the shot. And you see her walk right up, and she's so sweet and nice, almost trying to have a gotcha moment. And then he was ready for it. Uh, He's super intelligent. He's shown us nothing but intelligence since he's come out. (laughs) Alex says pan equals desperate. Um, I, I, I hear you. Um, Heather says, because you're gay, who cares? Stop making all of these different names up because that's how you are. Um, well, don't you think it hurts the gay community because they have, of it um, does. they've lumped it all into whether you agree with the gay yeah. lifestyle or not. Well, GS3, our friend of the show from Michigan explained this yeah, he uh, said a couple uh, weeks ago. He said, of course. Mm-hmm. And it's on purpose and, and why I don't know, but they've lumped it all like Vivek said in the alphabet soup there. Uh, that's how you deal with people who disagree. And, you know, once again, I know talk is cheap, but you have to have the conversations before you can have any actions, at least to try to understand where somebody else is coming from. Uh, on her side, it appeared as if she wanted to listen, but in my humble opinion, it felt like she was only listening because she knew she was recording him yes. and she never said anything until the very end, Correct. Uh, hoping that she could get something and that's what'll happen. That's how people will set you up. And, mm-hmm. you know, she just sits there and yes. trying to stoke them and to see what mm-hmm. else could happen. My favorite part of the whole video is the guy that's standing to Vivek's left. And you could see the look on his face like he knew that Vivek was totally giving this girl. You know, he <laughs> yeah. was just like, he had this big ear to ear smile on his face. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> that, that was, was- funny. That is funny. Um, those things can happen, but credit to Vivek. He may be the most intelligent man running. Uh, who knows? I, I see that coming down in our chat line right now. And of course, Todd said she had her phone ready to try to destroy him. Uh, okay. Uh, poor Peter Pan, Mary says. Peter Pan. Uh, Donna says, life is like a box of granola, fruits and nuts and flakes. Um <laughs> I know that's what my grandpa used to say years ago. My aunt moved out to California and I didn't understand it as a kid. He goes, you're really moving out to the land of fruits and nuts. I get it now what he said, but as a kid, I was like, oh, there is a whole lot of food out there. Anthony says it's like there's people having a competition. Yes. At this point, it's to see who could be the weirdest identity that nobody cares to use or to separate yourself to get attention. True. Um, 
Yeah, and Todd says we only had grape nuts when I was a child. Right now, there's uh, all credit kinds of nuts. <laughs> credit to you, Vivek, uh, for doing that. Um, he's not going to win that, but man, he is a guy to certainly look look ahead to um, because he keeps saying intelligent things. He does. He has some intelligent ideas, and he's very charismatic. He has a lot of energy. And you can always, the left goes after him extremely hard, extremely hard. Uh, maybe it's because his heritage is, a, is Indian. I don't know. How dare you speak out in an intelligent form, being a conservative, being a Republican? How dare you? But anyway, Vivek is certainly an interesting cat to be, <laughs> to be looking at because that guy is something else. Speaking of, uh, of elections and future elections, did you guys see Joe Rogan? And I bring it up yes. because, I mean, a lot of things that we talk about in the show, Joe talks about, you know, days after, weeks after, but he's the big dog. He is the head honcho. He is it when it comes to podcast shows. Um, he is the all-time Hall of Famer. Not sure if there's anybody who will ever have the, the following that he has. And I love him for how he has done that show. So we bring up what he said. He's talking about Tucker Carlson winning in 2028 as a Republican. Not just the primary, but the presidency. Yes, Tucker yes. Carlson in 2028 could win. Very, very interesting. Um, we, we use, who else gets 20 million views on a Twitter video? <laughs> well, and, and he does. He's Nobody. Been, nobody does. And he is kind of like what Eric said last Friday. He's not your real far right conservative. He is a common sense independent slash libertarian that is just literally reaching everyone to listen to him. He would be a great pick. I'd vote for him in 2028. I, I saw that come out over the week and I was like, damn. Mm -hmm. And we've talked about that if he had a desire to run. Uh, I don't think he would, but I mean, he's got all the money he'll ever need. Yeah, I don't know. And will would. have all the money he ever needs. How much does he really want to go through that hellhole? And people forget it's not just it's not just when you run for president, when you run for state rep, when you run for city council, even positions that are lower and more local. You deal with all kinds of crap. We have talked to representatives in this room who were running for office just in the state of Missouri who said you wouldn't believe what groups are doing to try to come after me and my family just because I'm trying to run for a council meeting, just because I'm trying to do this or trying to do that. Uh, it, it's... It's true. Our family lives it all the time. Our, as you guys know, my son-in-law is a state rep and we had to have a family meeting before he even ran because we're attacked on the daily. Like I get some mean text about what my son-in-law did or didn't do. And then I've got people that are coming after him and then they write us letters and all that. But you, so you have to have a thick skin and your family has to be prepared for being attacked because people attack you. And, and, and to be honest, mainly they are not conservatives at all. Some conservatives disagree with some of his opinions, but it's the Democrats. Democrats and the liberals that just come after you with a vengeance. It's interesting. Cindy Giordano says tonight in St. Charles, this is in the St. Louis area, the city council meeting, if anyone would like to go and listen, they have massive, I mean, massive, massive, massive um, topics that are going on tonight. Yes. And I had totally forgot that I had booked this, but we've got councilman um, Joe Brazil coming into studio today. Oh, good, good. And, and I forgot to tell you good, about that. Good, um, good. I'm glad. 
Yes. So he's coming on the yeah, show today. Yeah, I, th- I may have double booked. I got to take care of that right now as we speak. Well, that would be that would be good. <laughs> that would be good. But he does need to come on. And there's a lot of people that are coming after Joe right now because they're saying that this is a wasted effort this evening because it doesn't really change anything. But I think that you have to be heard and you have to hear what's saying because some of the councilmen are literally saying this meeting is for nothing because they can give their opinion, but they absolutely cannot do anything about it and that's how they're coming after joe right now so i think it's great that joe is going to come on and and he he's definitely a man that gets attacked 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 and he's fighting the good fight really hard and every day he has to live with attacks on his family on his kids everybody and he's fighting the good fight and even about this tonight people are saying don't come out it's a waste of time the council can't do anything about it anyway and they may not be able to change what what the librarian or the library people that are making these decisions and, and what it is the meeting tonight is about keeping it bipartisan in the libraries and the powers that be in the library were selected and they've gotten political and people in St. Charles County and really all across America do not want drag queens sitting there talking to their children and that's why Joe is fighting the good fight on this. He, he, he's completely aware of what's going on and what they can and can't change. But you have to get proactive for the next time you can change it. Yeah, so that all goes into the situation why Tucker Carlson would even want to run. I mean, he's, he's already had everybody come after him. Correct, correct. Um, but at the same point in time, you know what? Who would still want to do with that on a daily basis? It gets tough. And then to come after you, the groups that don't like you come after your family. Uh They do everything. So um, it's interesting when all that stuff just happens over and over and over again, especially when Joe Rogan brings that stuff up because the country is not uh, going in the right direction. Um, Our nine o'clock hour is going to be packed with Joe and then Michael Lutz talking about what the January 6th committee is actually going to do over this Trump situation because they may have themselves in a pickle right now. But if you didn't see this video, once again, it continues to happen. And if it doesn't make you sick to your stomach about people bum rushing stores, why we need police. I'm sorry, police are the deterrent. And don't mm-hmm. let anybody ever, well, you can't police yourself out of situations. You know what? It's the first start. Maybe you can't always police yourself out of situations, but it is the first deterrent. And yeah, I'm a big believer in mental health. And I'm a big believer in somehow, some way, taking care of our prisons and our systems and treating people so they don't come out as hardened criminal criminals and better criminals. Yeah, you have to do the full approach, but you need police because if you don't have police, this is the kind of bullshit that happens. This from a Nordstrom rack in California. Could you imagine wherever your Nordstrom rack would be where you live around this country and being in a store like this and just seeing things go down? If this doesn't show the end of a society, Mm -hmm. I don't know what does. Mm -hmm. Look at this video. imagine being in the store? Can I see that again? When this is going on? Could you even imagine that, Vic? You're in the store while this is happening. 
I don't I don't get it. I don't get it. But it's not just happening in California. Right here in St. Charles County, and I'm sure wherever you guys live, it's happening too. We have a beautiful mall if you have even one called The Meadows, yeah. and they closed down the Nike store for this exact behavior. People were bum-rushing the people there, and they didn't know what to do, so merchandise kept getting stolen. And a lot of that happened during the, you know, the time that we were all shut in our houses. So it's happening here in the Midwest, too. It's happening in California. It's happening in New York. It's happening everywhere. I mean, I, I know these thugs, uh, these half-brained people, For these sure. selfish, entitled people yes. who do these sorts of things aren't necessarily the sharpest tools in the shed. Um, but seriously, I mean, they're just pulling like wild, caged animals released. Watch them pull. Just it's pulling racks. I mean, it is. Yes. This, congratulations, Governor Newsom. Congratulations, everybody who voted for Governor Newsom or would vote for him again or any other person that would condone this. And there are actually people out there trying to tell you, political officials and people on with, with certain groups trying to tell you, well, this is what you get when you won't help people in the city. This is what you get when you're racist. This is what white supreme. Mm-hmm. I literally listened to a yes. woman say this kind of bullshit like well what do you expect you're gonna get oh yeah really yeah like like they deserve to get these things because you Vic are white privileged and you didn't help them enough so therefore they're gonna come in your store and ransack it I'm so tired of hearing that crap this is parents who didn't raise their kids right Mm -hmm. and Democrats period period um if you're happy with how the country is going, you always, you can always vote <laughs> for what you have right there. Uh, Joe Biden, until he is removed, I still, I still don't know how they're going to run that guy uh, again and actually think that he's going to win unless there's some plan in place. And we've talked about that so many times on this podcast, but all this stuff continues to happen. It doesn't get better. Look here, look there. There's all kinds of situations, all kinds of crap going on in this country. Uh, Joe Biden asking for more and more hundreds of millions of dollars to send to Ukraine. Uh, The border is a freaking disaster as we focused on last week a lot. Um, the dollar is taking hits right and left. Inflation is still high. Interest rates are high. Once again, there's nothing good that's happening in this country, and Joe Biden has led it. And they know. Liberals know what's happening, and it's scaring the shit out of them. Mm-hmm. Yes, they know. Case in point, MSNBC. This is literally the message that they're sending. Think about this. Listen to this guy talk on a national show. It, maybe he's acting. I don't know, but it seems like he literally believes that the orange man is going to take away freedom or maybe take away your control over society. And that's what has you scared. Check this video out. This, this actually happened on MSNBC last week. How dare Donald Trump maybe be president again? MSNBC, one commenter said today that if Trump wins, America is done. It's over. It's finished. Watch this. That if Donald Trump wins, nothing else matters because it's over. Morning Joe <laughs> might act, just to take a little example, Morning Joe might not exist anymore because Donald Trump has said, as all autocrats say, what they will do. And he said, if I'm elected, I want the FCC reporting directly into me. And he will cancel this show. I mean, you need to think that, <clears throat> excuse me, that extreme. It's over. 
freedom is over if Donald Trump gets elected. It's that simple. No other issue matters. Every other issue sprinkles down from that. However you feel about the economy, however you feel about whatever issue you're dealing with, we turn into an autocracy. What our forefathers fought for 250 years ago is over. That's what's at stake at this election. Everything else is a subtext to that. <laughs> what's funny about that is it's almost like projecting like yes, he's talking course, about yes. what they're doing it's all about projecting it is all about projecting it it's is. over it's oh over my gosh. it's oh my over gosh. our freedoms are over really make america great again the true patriot our our freedoms are over he'll cancel this show oh my god the freedoms are over if you watch msnbc give me a break really really he really? makes their ratings go up. <laughs> wow. It's over. What our forefathers fought for 250 years ago. It's over. People, the Democrats are losing their mind. And if you're a Democrat, I'm sorry. I'm not being disrespectful. I try to be respectful to everybody. But you know damn well that you can't vote for Joe Biden. And you damn well know that if Donald Trump is president again, he's not, quote, taking your freedoms away. He'll cancel this show. Oh, my God. What's going on? Uh, I start to see it more than I've ever seen. And this is why I give credit to the House Oversight Committee for putting all that information out there. We get pissed that the DOJ won't do anything about Hunter Biden and, of course, the big guy, Joe Biden, being associated. But at the same point in time, don't think for a second that all that pressure is not something that's causing an issue for Democrats. That's causing an issue for the um, deep state the puppet master for Biden, for KJP, for Hunter Biden, for Democratic candidates who won't when You don't see Democratic candidates promoting Joe Biden. No, they're not. They're not ripping him, but they're not promoting him on a national basis. They're not talking about this great guy. It's not happening. Nope. Mm-mm. Once again, this is Cancel This, CancelThisShow.com. I'm Vic Faust with Lizzie Sparks and Pro Joe in the house. We try to bring you the full story about everything that's going on, all of these issues that continue to happen in our country. Um, we're not making the shit up. This stuff is real. <laughs> we're giving you the other sides of the story. You make up your own mind because you can't make up the shit that's going on right now <laughs> all over the place. I wish it wasn't happening. Just think about today's show from Maui. And all mm-hmm. the stuff that's going on when you talk about the smart cities. Oh, yeah, the smart city meeting that happened in January right before fires. Hmm. Mm-hmm. The AI digital summit that's happening next month so that the entire island can be governed by AI. Hmm. All you have to do is your research. It's yep. tough. It takes work. It takes time to do that. But that's why we do it here. You come to us. We do the research. And we'll give you facts. These are not our opinions. These are facts. You go decide and do what you want to do with that whole situation. Then we go into Vivek Ramazwamy teaching you how to talk to these people who try to get you, who try to bait you, yet you can respond. And of course, the sickest video of all is watching people run through California Nordstrom, ripping out not only the clothes, but ripping the racks and pulling them through glass doors like caged animals that had just been released because they're going to try to get something free. <sighs> That's been a fast hour. Take a hour. deep breath. Take a deep breath. Yeah, time for a drink. <sighs> we'll go through it. We got another hour, though. We still have Michael Letts coming up yeah. to explain... Is the January 6th committee really going to eliminate uh, all this evidence they have? Uh, 
and everything that they've said before go back on it so they can try to, quote, convict Donald Trump. We've talked about this before. The only legitimate way that the left has a shot at getting at Donald Trump is to invoke the 14th Amendment if he somehow was associated with an insurrection of this country. Mm-hmm. It's their only hope. So you won't want to miss Michael. We've had him before. Michael Letts, uh, national organization, raises money for bulletproof vest for first responders because, yeah, as we've said before, believe it or not, not all first responders have the bulletproof vest that they would need. It's sad, so he's trying to do something about it. Uh, he is an expert in these national situations. We'll do with that, but we have our own local national ex- or local expert on now. We've got St. Charles County Councilman Joe Brazil on with us. Uh, yeah, you can pop your headphones on. You don't he have is, to. He is now, the man. The he is local the in the St. Louis area, but the stories that they have at their council meeting tonight, these are national stories. I don't care where you're listening. You could be in St. Louis County. You could be in Jefferson County. You could be in Miami-Dade County. These are things that are going on. Joe, give us a headline of tonight. You can't, I bet three years ago, four years ago, you'd never think you'd be talking about some of these issues that you're bringing up right now that are going on tonight. No, you can't make this stuff up. It's unbelievable. The woke crowd is just losing their mind. They're trying to throw so many distractions. And I, I guess they believe in all this crazy nonsense, communist stuff. But so what was going on, you got the St. Charles County Library. Okay, so there's there's nine members. Five are appointed by St. Charles County, by the county executive, and approved by the county council. Four are approved by the mayor board and then approved by their city council. So we have nine boards. Well, this board has become so crazy woke, it's unbelievable. Some of the stuff that they're doing. Um, There's a guy named Jason Cole, who's a CEO, who was fired from his last position or removed from his last position for pushing these woke narratives, his political agenda. And so what they have is they have this gentleman who's working as a transgender at the library, and he he reads to children's and stuff and does story time and stuff, and he wears a dress. He wears uh, fishnet stockings and stilettos, and he has a beard. And so, look, if you're dressing as a woman and you're a man, it's a mental disorder. Let's let's not call it anything else. And so... So what we're asking is, we have a resolution tonight on the floor that is requesting that the, that the board, man, that they uphold their dress policy. And that's all. You ha- every What's a dress policy, Joe? Like, well, you can't wear, if, if you or I want, went to work at a library in a Speedo, or if we went to dress with, with just inappropriately, uh, it should be gender specific without short skirts and fishnet stockings. Is that a library, is that a library dress code right now? They have a, they have a, they, they have a, a dress uh, a code uh, they have a code that just requires the dress of the, so, you know it's like business attire and stuff like right, that right now is it specific enough probably not but i mean it just takes a little bit of common sense Correct. no you know you're in a common sense room but yeah. i'm thinking about the sides of, and people that are not common sense well they'll come after you where they'll try to tear apart what you're trying to do joe well they're going to try to tear it apart but the, the the resolution goes on to say multiple things it's what it's saying is the 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 library should be apolitical should not be pushing a political agenda whatsoever even if it was conservative we can't be pushing conservative agendas it's not that it's for reading books and teaching kids how to Correct. what to do right and yes. that's it and then it goes on to say that we want them to defund the library there's a there's a far left wing uh, urban library council that are there's only the liberal cities are in this library council and our our county uh put ten thousand dollars towards this urban library council where we're asking them to defund that and be removed from that as well and then it also talks about do you know that during covid and still today that our libraries are closed on sundays that's no, crazy i had no idea yeah yeah they they're closed on sundays and do you know that they pay people at the library twelve dollars an hour i mean and so there's people we're also which other people don't understand is we're getting anonymous letters from workers they're saying how dysfunctional it is 
how they mistreat their employees, how they underpay them. You got to pay people the right amount, right? And so it's just it, the, the library is so dysfunctional and runs so poorly. And there's there's one or two somewhat conservative one of the guys matthew seeds on the board he made a, a motion to remove this council he didn't even get a second from the from the other eight members not even a second to remove this this political stuff and so we're asking them to follow the dress codes follow the rules and be apolitical now keep in mind or Rick, fired the person well, well we we it says in here we can't request them to be fired but we request the board to take action which means fire the guy but right. we can't make those we're all all the resolution is is a recommendation it is not it's 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 we can't tell them what to do now keep in mind there's three to four members being their times expiring here in the next month or so mm -hmm. and so we will be re making reappointments for people who live in that area and when you talk to you can also look in your cam the camera okay. straight ahead if if you need to make comments to people um where is this exact library? No, no, these, this is the library district. So there's multiple libraries oh, throughout St. Charles So this County. person can go anywhere. Well, if they appointed him, yeah. He, I mean, yeah, where he's an employee of the library. But it's, let's keep in mind, it's not about this person. It's not, if you want to be a transgender or whatever, that's fine. I yeah. don't care. But you can't be promoting and pushing that narrative on our kids. Correct. We don't want that. And We're that's what it's young about. Kids. I get yeah. that. And so quit with that nonsense. Be professional. I, I have a dress code for the company I work for. I can't wear Cubs hats or Cardinals hats. I have to wear everything attired, collar shirts. Everyone has dress codes. And it's not, it's not strange to think that that's required. You know? Right, right. That's not strange. Yeah, and so so tonight we're having this resolution on the floor, and um, it's going to... Oh, I'm sorry. No, that's all right. Your phone was going off. That's all right. That's because Joe yeah. is very popular, especially <laughs> so you today. Got that. So, you so got, I'm sure his phone so you have is that going on. up. What else is going on tonight? Oh, so tonight also we have a lot of stuff going on. So um, the other thing that's going on tonight is um, we have something on growth. Our, our growth issue is uh, really important in our county, but what... All else is important is Senate Bill 190. We're familiar with that. It was passed by the state reps, it was passed by the Senate, and signed by the, the governor. Now, the MAC, the Missouri Association of Counties, had a July conference call with 275 county commissioners in the state of Missouri, giving them all the talking points why this is not a good thing to pass. Now, if it, what, what they're doing is they're, it's just talking points because every county doesn't want their money to be gone, right? That's what Correct. they're assuming. Right. But what this is, is now keep in mind, we are supposedly a Republican county, right? Well, if you know, if you watch council meetings, probably four of our county councilmen are absolute Democrats, no question about it. They just run as Republicans because that's the only way they're going to get elected mm -hmm. in our county. Mm -hmm. That's happening around the, 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 the country, though, too. Absolutely. It's happening everywhere. everywhere. And if it's everywhere. happening here, you know it's happening everywhere. So so when this came, was, was this was passed, Tim Baker's a newly elected county council member. Him and I are the conservative ones on the board, and he's a good guy, and he sticks up for what's right. So I sent an email to our county councilor and asked her, asked him to draft an ordinance to put it on the ballot. It has to go on the ballot to be voted, be voted on by the people. So then uh, they, they rejected that. They said, well, we need to have a conversation. So Mike Gillum and Steve Elman were meeting with county council members behind the scenes trying to talk them out of doing any kind of action. So then I requested multiple times, multiple times, to if it's so bad, then let's have a open conversations on the pros and cons of what's, if it's so bad, then give us the reasons and let's have an open dialogue about it. Right, Lizzie? Yes. You want to have a conversation. Yes. So they refused. And then after several months, it's on the agenda tonight to talk about this from a six to seven o'clock workshop on why it's bad. But here's the talking points they're using. They're saying that, oh, Vic, it's um, it's too vague. The the bill that was signed by the senator or by the by the governor and the senate and them, it's too vague. Let's keep in mind 
There's 207, what is it, 143 counties in the state of Missouri. It was written to be vague so each county can draft the, the ballot language to fit their county. That's why it was vague. That's the reason it was vague. And the other excuse is, is what our county council is using is that it doesn't give us the authority to take away taxes from other entities. Yes, it does. It was signed by the governor. It was signed by the Senate and signed by the state. It's a law. Yes, we can. What time does the meeting start tonight? Six o'clock. Okay. And, and so where listen, is it keep at? this in mind. St. Charles County Council Chambers. Keep in mind, all this other stuff, they're saying we're losing money. No, no. What this does is at the age of 62, it freezes your tax on real estate. So what does that mean, Vic? You don't lose money. You just don't get money that you might be have an opportunity to get down in the future. You're not losing money. So that's a that's a false talking point. This seems like this should work and be done and pushed through in a heartbeat. It's a from no, your perspective. I don't have somebody it, arguing against you right now, but from what you've said, I mean, this is a no-brainer. It's a no-brainer. It's an absolute no-brainer. But it's just all these. So they had this attorney, that Brinker, get on there and talk about give all the talking points for these these county commissioners to have reasons why they can't do it. It doesn't make any sense. Well, I mean, Eric Johnson isn't with us today, but he is a host on the show. He's like, Joe, call him out. Call the four people since you brought it up by name. Who are the wolves in sheep's clothing? And, and Eric you is feel one of our hosts. He's just not here today, but you he feel would like you to call him out. Do you feel comfortable doing that? Oh, well, yeah, I put it this way. Tim Baker and Joe Me is the ones who uh, wanted to have the work session. We were getting tons of pushback. So you have Mike Elam, uh, you have Terry Hollander, you have um, Nancy Schneider, and you have Matt Swanson that are not on board at this point. I'm not saying after tonight's meeting they won't be on board, but they haven't been on board thus far. Hey, buddy, so, what else do you have? I think you have one more topic you want well, to jump into before is, we you get know, to Michael Saint, Letts. In South Saint, Saint, Southwest St. Charles County, um, we have major growth issues. We have a three- and five-acre minimum where there's no infrastructure, sewers, and whatnot. And, people, and we have a master plan, and people move out there, they build nice homes on or three and five acre lots and that's what people's expectations are in the rural area in the wine district now our wine district is the oldest wine district in the united states okay there's 67 wineries from from st charles to herman so we value all that in the rural area of our county is important to our county you have to have balance like that mm -hmm. so what they're trying to do is the developers trying to push through and and break our three acre and five acre covenants and start cramming four and five homes an acre in and so what's bad about that you just talk about these 15 minute cities vic it's so similar to trying to cram all these people in they're overloading the infrastructure, the schools, everything. And so Steve Elman gets up there and talks about why this is a good to do this. And so Ducker Creek built a sur plant on Hope. They're building a sur plant on Hopewell Road. And they said, well, just because there's a sur plant, that's supposed to consume 18,000 acres. Well, look, I don't care about Ducker Creek sur plant because they don't dictate the zoning in our county. Right. And so they're not going to force all these homes out there. You know how it is out there. I do. Out in New Melly, Augusta, mm -hmm. Defiance. Those are the expectations of people. They love their yes. American culture, their farm culture. And we don't want all these houses out there. Correct. And the city of O'Fallon is constantly trying to annex and cram houses in. Mm -hmm. And they do it. Mm -hmm. They tried to annex Bush's wildlife years ago. It's an over-explosion of growth and urbanism. And so we don't want that in this county. We don't want to be anything like St. Louis County. Correct. Right. That's why we all moved out here. Yeah. Yeah. That's, that's why, why we moved we, out that's here. That's why we moved out here. They so, crammed a subdivision behind behind us and people are on top of each exactly. other. Exactly. All these municipal aldermen run for office and they come from most of them from North County. I came from North County, but I'm Me a country too. guy, you know? Mm -hmm. I don't want all this house out here and these houses and seven thousand square foot lots and all this craziness. And I will show you the numbers. If you run the numbers on a three hundred, six hundred, nine hundred thousand square house, square uh, of nine hundred thousand dollar house, 
The taxes on that house is going to be $13,000 on all, all entities. Mm -hmm. You know how much it costs to put a kid in school in Winsfield or Francis Howe? $17,000 yes. a year. Damn. It's, 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 it's yes. income distribution in every fashion. I mean, it, there's no question about it. And the apartments, one more topic. The apartments mm -hmm. in our county has been up 200% in growth. Yes. Did you know that? Yes, I 200%. did. 200%. So 200% in growth from what time period? Two years. Two years. Two years. Uh -huh. 200%. Uh -huh. And do you know half of these aren't even full yet? So we don't know the strength, the strength of the infrastructure. Correct. And do you also know that? 33 of them thus far are government subsidized and you wow. also know that what they do is is they build these apartments and then they get them full and then the businessman refinances them as a business and then he goes for a tax abatement to make them federally subsidized so the municipalities have zero control over these being government Correct. subsidized Correct. now in my view when you're having all these apartments you are changing the face of the county you're yes. filling them with democrat voters mm -hmm. and why would the federal government give us 20 million dollars for hud for the last two years why would they do that they've never done that before you don't think that's a plan yeah oh i think it's a hundred percent well plan, lisa Joe. says after spending three days in colorado springs and denver recently you see how the bad urban sprawl is especially she said she saw in denver and colorado springs she says it's a huge drain on natural resources as well not to mention what's happening in the st louis area or st charles county specifically it's a huge strain, and it, it does not use some of these folks. Oh, we need people to build houses for tax revenue. That is a false narrative. It's a race to zero. It doesn't work. And nobody out here, if you guys notice, Highway 40 is jammed all yes. the way from, like by Lake St. Louis all the way to, to 70. Mm -hmm. It's a disaster. Our traffic is horrible. It we is. have bridges on DD that were built in the 50s that are yes. cracking and rusting, and they're rated a zero by MoDOT. And they want to throw 5,000 more car, cars a day on Highway DD. Mm -hmm. Are you serious? Well, they they don't build the roads first. They put all the houses and then they build a road. Well, who suffers for all that bullshit? Yeah. We do. Well, yeah. St. Charles You're County exactly right. has done things amazingly well over the last 10 years, <clears throat> probably even before that, in a variety of ways. So we credit you and everybody else who has done that. Uh, a lot of people on this show like Steve Hellman and feel like he's been done a good job, too. But there are some things going on in St. Charles County these days that should certainly, as you brought up, make people think twice. Let well, us. Yeah, absolutely. St. Charles is a great community. Let's, the it people is. here are great. We, we don't need governance in this county. I mean, you, you know what I mean by that? We, we're good people. You don't need someone breathing Correct. over you and telling you what to do and controlling Correct. every aspect of your life. But um, uh, we have good people in our county, but a lot of them are left to, left to, left to moderate. At and best. people don't they, understand that, Joe. They really <clears throat> don't. They think because they have that R behind their name, they are right-leaning. And if any time we saw that they weren't, it was during the shutdown. We understood that I'm thankful that they kept us open, but they put rules rules there that surprised me. I know. The hardest thing, though, Joe, and Lizzie and I talk about this a lot, is in government, you have to work with people on the other side at some points, right? Is that true or not? Not really. <laughs> I love it. <laughs> not but, as based on principle, no. But you right. never would have thought that if you're on the same side that you'd have as many problems within your own party as we've seen happen right, in Missouri. About. Not only at our state Senate level, but at the St. Charles County Council level just in the last two years. You guys have no idea. You're 100% right. You wouldn't believe some of the arguments me and Elman had. Unbelievable. With our Liberal County Council members, they were put, they would put a, a thermometer on your head at council meetings. I, I would And then there. put a red sticker on your uh -huh. shirt. Uh -huh. I want, Vic, I want nuts. I said, don't you ever put that thing on my head again. And I never wore a mask to one council meeting. I'm not doing it. And and I said, what are we, what is this, Nazi Germany where you put a star on someone's shoulder? Well, we 
and, and Joe maybe doesn't even know this, but early, early on, when this first happened, I wanted to come to one okay. of you guys' closed meeting, came there with my camera and my live feed, and I was kicked out by Steve Elman. Wow. Well, uh, it yeah. is. Hey, bud, thanks for jumping by today to let us know what's going on. Hey, please let me know uh, tonight or tomorrow what happens at the meeting tonight. I will. I'll, you want me, I'll call in if you want me to. Just yeah, let maybe, me know. Maybe, yeah. We could also, yeah, we'll do an update since we brought you in from that standpoint. Yeah, I, I know you're like busy. It. When you're done, because you haven't been inside the studio before, you can just get up and walk off, too. So I always appreciate you guys hollering me anytime. I, I am the go-to conservative guy in St. Charles County. I'm going to the Michael and Dell event tomorrow. Where, oh, where's the yay. event at? Yeah, in Springfield. Uh, it's, a, <clears throat> it's a national event about in, election integrity mm -hmm. and, uh, and crime, cyber crime, trying to figure it out. So it's, it's a national conference in Springfield. It's going to be a blast. Um, yeah, that's so great. So I'll, I'll fill you in on that if you want to know about that. I'll we be back on Thursday. buddy. Yeah. I appreciate it. Thank you guys so much. Joe Brazil, St. Charles County Councilman, give us an update on some things that are going on tonight. Certainly lots of passion, lots of energy, and we appreciate that and what's going on. Okay, we now turn our attention. This is Cancel This, cancelthisshow.com. We turn from what's happening from a local standpoint to what's happening or could happen from a national standpoint. Our friend of the show, Cancel This, Michael Letts. Michael is the chairman and founder and CEO of Invest USA, an organization and a terrific one at that that provides bulletproof vests to police officers, first responders, through a variety of charitable organizations, groups, and sponsorships. He's an expertise, or he has expertise in a variety of subjects. Today, we have Michael on to talk about, would this January 6th committee actually go as far to destroy their own personal records, of course, in this ongoing fight to destroy former President Donald Trump in regards to uh, indictments coming his way, an insurrection on January 6th? Hey, Michael, hope you're doing well. How's life? Doing well, Vic. I appreciate you asking, and you and Lizzie are right on key. We have such a corrupt system now. This is what is so sad and tragic for our country. But yes, by all means, the Democrats on the January 6th committee, now why are they doing that? And here's the key question. Because of the fact that they indicted Trump on four counts of the January 6th, the uh, inciting a riot. That's what they thought they were going to get him on. Remember, the 14th Amendment would bar him from being on the ballot. And they would have a victory, and he would no longer be able to be the president of the United States. So they were so excited and jacked up about that. They rushed this thing through. They got Jack Smith to indict him on four counts of conspiracy to defraud the government, to defraud the people of the United States. One thing they didn't realize, though, Vic, is because this whole thing is centered around, you remember January 6th, was a discussion about the election. The fact that there were a lot of people who had a lot of questions and thought it was a fraudulent election. And so because of that, they have now granted Donald Trump the ability to subpoena all records mm -hmm. dealing with the election. And so now January 6th committee is suddenly in a panic because they know that what they did they eliminated or did not call key witnesses. They actually guided and helped put together testimony for some of those that were appearing. And so they want to make sure that doesn't get in the hands of the American public to see just how corrupt they were. So they're immediately trying to destroy all their records so that he will not have the ability to subpoena and to gather those records. Problem is, Vic, they don't realize it, but uh, you know, there's always more than one copy to a record. Yeah, no yeah, doubt about that. Right, Michael Letts right. joining us today, uh, national guest, the founder and CEO of Invest USA. Do you feel Trump has a case at being acquitted because of this January 6th deal and what you just explained? 
there's no question he has the ability to be acquitted because, quite frankly, what you're seeing is in their rush to try to destroy Trump, they did a number of different things on this particular case. Jack Smith has lied to the federal courts on numerous occasions. He said that he had granted all the access, all the records that they were going to use to prove their case. Then he had to come back and say, oops, uh, I guess we made a mistake. No, we did not grant him all the records. But they told the courts that. So there is prosecutorial misconduct already in place on this case. And you remember, he's also in charge of the classified document case as well. So what we're beginning to find out is, you know, he's got a record of being one of the worst prosecutors in the country. He has repeatedly had his cases been thrown out. They've been overturned by the government. So quite frankly, here's the issue. I believe that not only will the case not succeed, but it has granted Donald Trump a power that he has been longing to have for quite some time. And I think it's really fixing it interesting, Vic. We know for a fact now that Michigan has just, well, we've discovered records in Michigan, 800,000 fraudulent, questionable votes. And here's the key. Here's what's so interesting about this statement that I'm making, Vic. It's not that, oh, I think there are unsubstantiated uh, or uh, unvalid votes. This was called the law enforcement agencies. First, the local police validated this. The Michigan State Police did an inquiry, found it to be probable and true, turned it over to the FBI. Now, what did the FBI do with it? They sat on it, just like they've done everything else with Hunter Biden, et cetera. But there is a paper trail now. So their whole basis for a case that Donald Trump knowingly was saying it was a false statement when he was saying the election was tainted, the election was compromised, has just gone out the window because you have seen fraudulent activity in Michigan. We know for a fact in Wisconsin that the votes that were analyzed were determined to be invalid because of the fact they did not meet Wisconsin state law. So they have absolutely no case. They thought they were going to be able to taint Donald Trump, that Republican supporters would say, man, he's got too many, too much baggage. This is not going to work. We better find us another candidate. Once again, it's backfired because the truth prevails. And Vic, they're in deep trouble at the moment. They're grasping at straws. Well, and Michael, I agree with you. I think they are in deep, deep trouble. I also think with Jack Smith lying and doing all of this, he's when he proves or tries to prove that Trump tried to overturn the election, then they're going to have to show that they cheated. I think that that's going to have to come out. Now, I think they're going to try to hide it. But overall, it's going to show that they cheated. What do you think about that? Well, Lizzie, you're exactly right, but here's the problem. It's already coming out that Mm -hmm. they cheated, just Mm -hmm. like we talked about with Michigan. What this does is it now allows a platform Mm -hmm. for Trump to demand that these records be released, because you're exactly right. Just like in Michigan, they buried that police report. Mm -hmm. They buried the fact that the FBI didn't move forward. But now Trump will have the ability, based on his defense, he is entitled to subpoena any records he feels like will help promote or provide evidence of his defense. And don't you know he's going to do it? Of course he's going to he do is. it everywhere across the country. And boy, is it going to come out just how bad yes. the corruption is within the Democratic Party. I Talking with Michael Letts, uh, founder, CEO, founder, chairman of Invest USA. Uh, the, re- the report that you're talking about, I believe, uh, 
is coming out of Muskegon, Michigan. I believe that's what you're referring to, right, Michael? That is that is correct. Yeah, mm-hmm. just to let our viewers and listeners know, and, and we have, we're, we're going to have a guest on the subject this week. We got into this. We had a gentleman on from Michigan talking about what they were trying to do with Trump electors in the state and all of the, the dirty, crazy things that are happening just in the state of Michigan, not to mention around the country. And then we find out after we had them on, they called me back and said they want to get a gentleman on to talk. A redacted report claiming that Muskegon, Michigan city clerk Ann Mace encountered a woman dropping off eight to 10,000 completed voter registration applications. Uh, the Gateway Pundit detailed it. Uh, it's interesting because an investigation found that the woman worked for GBI Strategies. Well, if you start looking through, uh, the Dark Money Super PAC, Black PAC, paid GBI Strategies um, <laughs> $11 million to register voters. Is that true? That's correct. Uh, the police okay. then searched the office of GBI where they found, quote, semi-automatic guns, silencers, suppressors, burner phones, a bag of prepaid cash cards, and incomplete registrations in an office space that was styled as an eyeglass store that had gone defunct. Isn't it amazing, Vic, and what you find out, why was the state police involved? Because they begin to expand that investigation, and that's where I use the figure. They have found over 800,000 of these ballots that are not valid, that are fraudulent. And so because the Michigan State Police saw that it was such a large amount that would affect the outcome of the election, they did what they thought was proper. Of course, you remember Mexicans, a, Mexi- uh, a Democratic state. Governor Gretchen is not in particular favor of the Michigan State Police doing this. So they figured they'd wash their hands of it and send it over to the FBI, who should have investigated and done their due diligence. Of course, look what they've done with Hunter. So you wouldn't expect anything different. And they buried that issue. But now, again, Trump having the ability to subpoena these records, he's going to make sure it's front and center. And it is going to get extremely interesting. And, of course, you have to remember, what was Trump saying? It wasn't just about his ability to be elected or not elected. It was to expose the corruption, drain the swamp. And he always made the comment, if you expose it, what really is there, there will be a Democratic Party left when this is over with. Uh, We're talking with Michael Letts. Michael, real quick with Donald Trump, clearly you don't think anything's going to stick with him. What about a time frame on his situation? I think you're going to see the Democrats who very quickly try to get this either fix it. And what I mean by fix it, find a way that they can continue to uh, propagate their myths and their lies, or they're going to want to find a way to ditch it. And I think at this stage now, they are so uh, despondent over what is occurring. Their best bet is to find a way to ditch it. You have seen that happen now just over the weekend with Attorney General Garland saying, oh, I know what we're going to do with Hunter. I know how we can ditch that one. We'll go ahead and make the person who has been responsible for all this deception and this. And that's what it is. When you talk about a prosecutor recommending a deal that would exonerate basically the defendant, that's unheard of. So what is he going to do? We'll make him a special counsel so that he can be justified in what he's doing. And he can wait as long as he wants to wait to move forward with any other investigation or indictments. So they figured out a way to try to bury that. We're going to have to figure out how to overcome that very quickly. But yes, they're also trying to figure out a way to ditch this issue 
with the indictments on the uh, January the 6th. Hey, before we let you go today, Michael, could you tell us again and inform people how they can get involved with investusa.org, investusa.org, and what you do with this organization? Invest USA is our primary charity that makes sure that we protect our law enforcement officers with active shooter vests because 90% don't have them. If you go to our website, www.investusa.org, it's a charity, you'll find out how you can get involved and make sure that you support our first responders. But there's also a link to Restoring Justice. That is a new charity that we have put together because if we don't destroy this two-tier justice system, then nobody will respect the badge. If nobody respects the badge, it doesn't do a whole lot of good to make sure they're protected. So God that's bless you, Vic. God bless you, Lizzie. Thank you for what you're doing. Restoringjustice.us, right? Restoringjustice.us. That is, that is US. Um, hey, is Trump going to win 2024? I think by a landslide. I think he won 2020 by a landslide. I think what mm-hmm. you're going to find is we uncover this election fraud is Hunter Biden was probably one of the worst polling candidates that the Democrats have ever placed. Trump won it by a landslide, one of the best. And now the American people will say, you're not going to decide who I get to vote for. And they're going to come out in droves just to prove a point that the Democrats can't control their vote. All right, Michael Letts, we appreciate you joining us today, my friend. Thanks for all you do. Thank you. God bless you. God bless America. Thanks, Michael. God all bless right, America. Michael Letts. Michael, he looks pretty comfortable. I guess he's laying on his couch. Yes, he, he looks comfortable. <laughs> or his camera's got him laying on I his like couch. I like it, Michael, if you're still I listening. Like Last time he's we saw great. you, we had your books behind you. You had your police flag today. It's like, you know what? I'm just going to lay back and be relaxed today and rip the shit out of the January 6th committee. <laughs> I loved every bit of that. Every minute of it. And it's about time. It's This has gone on for so long and so many of us knew from the beginning this was a complete setup and, and the people like us that believed it was a setup, we were vilified for saying that and now the truth is going to come out. The real truth. And I agree with him. I really have great hope that it all comes out and that Donald Trump wins in a landslide. That's, that's my I hope I've been wrong about a lot of things I said I said I still didn't think Joe Biden was going to be <laughs> running there's no way they can run him there's just no way I, I wouldn't think so but you don't you don't know because they literally are just blatantly propping that old dude up there as he's all medicated up or Joe one Joe two whatever and I I could see but, either way I could see them running that that a hole yeah, but, again but whoever wins if it is a Republican they have to do away with the DOJ somehow they some do way. they I do. mean we just had updated news this morning I mean the FBI is now coming out and saying that uh, the Secret Service were tipped off about 2020 plans to interview Hunter Biden, and they didn't go through with it. Seriously. An Mm -hmm. FBI supervisor special agent told congressional investigators that the Biden transition team and the Secret Service headquarters were tipped off Tipped off in December of 2020 about a planned interview of Hunter Biden. That's right. This goes all the way back to 2020. It was a tip-off that resulted in the interview of then-president-elect Joe Biden's son not taking place at all. It didn't take place even while he was labeled the target of the years-long federal investigation. Once again, I'm sorry, certain people within the FBI and, of course, the DOJ has a massive issue. And this is why the House Oversight Committee has done a damn good job, which is why it was so important to take over the House to get this information out. Even if this criminal Hunter Biden is not charged and brought to justice, still showing that there is a connection with evidence to Joe Biden. And Joe Biden shouldn't even be president because of his actions as a vice president. 
the agent who worked for the FBI for more than two decades, more than 20 years, retired from the Bureau just last year, but he did participate in a transcribed interview under oath behind closed doors at the House Oversight Committee last month, uh, spilling the beans on everything that has been going on and how Hunter Biden was shielded, which they knew Mm -hmm. that if Hunter Biden went down, Joe Biden was going down. So you can't just say, well, it's all about Hunter Biden, Hunter Biden, Hunter Biden. Then, of course, Attorney General Merrick Garland last week was like, oh, he's trying to... He's trying to clear any doubt of the cloud of alleged politicization from the investigation into the president's son. Um, that's his number one job. It's not to help this country. It's to help Hunter Biden. And that's where we sit today in this whole situation, which is scary. That's for sure. Um, things aren't getting any better um, in the Biden crime family. The syndicate continues to go. And the only way to stop it is for people to vote him out of office. But are people smart enough? Are people going to be intelligent enough to look at everything that's happening and and make a difference. And it scares me if with all of this corruptness coming out, even worse than it was two years ago, 10 years ago, and if they can still look you in the face, Vic, and tell you they can vote for him, there's no hope for intelligence for that person. They must literally completely be out of the loop of what's going on in this country. I don't know if they've got their head up their ass or if they have their head in their business or whatever it is, but how can you vote for that jackass? I mean, I don't even get it. I I don't know. Joe, did I send you other videos today? I can't even remember. Four more years. Oh yeah, you know what? Here's the thing. It is interesting. Over the uh, yeah, go ahead and play. Over the weekend, Trump's popularity continues to rock and roll. It really does. Um, He was in Iowa, by far the most popular candidate there. It was state fair. Look at all the people that came out and wanted to Mm -hmm. surround just to be a part of Donald Trump. Um, Wait a minute. Are you sure this wasn't a Joe Biden rally? Oh, I think this is a Joe Biden rally. I was Certainly being sarcastic. So, Joe's like, what? He's so popular. Kidding. This is Joe Biden rally. I'm look, sure look at all the people there for Trump. Ah, oh, does my heart good. Look at that crowd. You know, I've been to a lot of these type rallies and then I would have somebody come, oh, you know, those rallies are not really that big. And I've also went to the inauguration and they were putting up pictures that there was really? nobody there. And oh my goodness, there was, it was just packed. What did they look at four o'clock in the morning, starting five o'clock in the morning, it was packed. Uh, so, yeah, I, I mm-hmm. think so. Yes. <laughs> I think that's, yes. a ju- uh, Donald Trump continues to rock and roll. Um, nothing's changing. Um, He's still dominating as Absolutely. all of these other stories are going on, which is why we wanted to have on uh, Michael Letts. And if you can check out Michael Letts, if you wanted to donate or help out what he's trying to do with Vest for first responders, that is amazing. Um, we appreciate him jumping in and getting the work done, uh, which needs to be done to help out all kinds of people. Because um, without the work, hey, did you hear him say 90% of police officers don't have? Yes. Are you kidding me? Don't have the right vest bulletproof vest yeah i don't know if it was 90 percent, but it's a high margin he said 90 percent. i'm like it's crazy 90 percent, really mm. um so you know nothing's 
there's not a lot of great that's going on in the country right now. You see what's happening there. We just want to remind you, we are Cancel This, cancelthisshow.com. You can catch us Monday through Friday from 8 to 10 a.m. Central and all the time. Go back and check out our original content on cancelthisshow.com. You can like, subscribe, share the show. You can send it on. You can watch from a variety of platforms as well. Uh, check out our partners page if you can as well. We're grateful for that. We have our sponsors there, Complete Auto Body Repair, Strategic Air Services, uh, which is a luxury flying experience realty. Kathy Obig Strick, nobody's going to be more experienced to help you out with anything when it comes to uh, your real estate issues or new age new age health wellness when it comes to the new ways to keep you healthy, help you losing weight, whether it's testosterone, estrogen, um, eating plans, uh, doctors on staff to help and show you. Uh, We had somebody else sign up for new age this past week, and I think that's five, five different people in the last two to three weeks. Um, People are starting to get interested just to get your blood work done. Whether you did something or not, to know what your body is, to know your body scorecard, so important. That's what New Age does. Um, Greenlight Dispensary, the number one cannabis dispensary in the state of Missouri and growing. And of course, the number one charcoal in the country, Rockwood Charcoal, based out of the Missouri area where the best charcoal is made. Uh, Carroll House Furniture, and let these people know when you use their products uh, that you appreciate them advertising on cancelthisshow.com. I'm Vic Faust with Lizzie Sparks. We also got Pro Joe alongside with us talking about all things that are happening on this Monday. We've covered a million things already and there are other things that are going on. Mm -hmm. RFK, what do you think about RFK? RFK, who, he doesn't have a chance to win an election. Correct. Maybe he could get picked up as a vice presidential Mm -hmm. candidate pick. Uh, I don't know. He and Trump seem to respect each other. If Trump were to win, maybe RFK would get a spot somewhere. Right, At one point in time, DeSantis somewhere. said that he would consider him to lead the CDC yeah. or the FDA. You have RFK coming out and saying something interesting over the weekend, a Democrat, in my opinion, trying to move maybe more to the middle. He said that he would support a federal ban on abortion after three months. Interesting. Very. So yeah. once again, RFK yeah. said that he would support a federal ban on abortions after wow. three months. Interesting. So think about that. Yeah. When RFK trying to move the meter a little bit, yeah, we showed is. you Vivek Ramazwemi moving the meter definitely uh, as the, the hottest candidate that there is out there. Not that he's anywhere close to Donald Trump, but he is moving the needle. Uh, and that's why we try to bring you all of those uh, the information as we possibly can. One other story. I, I had to get into this today because... When I saw it come down, I'm like, there's no way this can be real. There's no way that after everything that happened during the pandemic, and you can't even say the word today, the full word, that we would still have this situation. But a lot of you know who Charlie Kirk is, right? And you could catch him on Twitter. You could check out his um, Twitter accounts. Um, Charlie released a tweet over the weekend. And while it doesn't exactly say this, it is interesting Um First of all, you have you have Ron Johnson, special counsels, um, proposing a January 6th trial date to start in six months. Well, here's the thing. There's a lot of information that's being put out there right now. The FDA has simply given recommendations that, quote, the I word, and you guys all know what the I word mm-hmm. is when it comes to the pandemic. Correct. It's it's given recommendations that the I word not be used. Okay, that doesn't support recommendations, mm-hmm. but it's not forbidding or recommending. I repeat, not forbidding or recommending that doctors take any action 
and pres prescribing the medication. Just remember that. They're not telling doctors to not recommend it. Isn't that interesting? It took them long enough. So it has not endorsed or authorized the I word for use hmm. as a treatment. They're just in the wishy-washy area yeah, to protect themselves. If the I word was so bad, as mm -hmm. we have talked about so many times on our Edge radio show and this podcast, canceltheshow.com, why wouldn't they stop it? Right. Because the evidence is overwhelming. They see it. They know it. They know. And they can't go back on it. Correct. Because they can't be wrong now. They can't be wrong. But They're, but they were wrong about the cupcake. They were wrong about and all And they've of had it. to admit, even Rachel Walensky, who is now out of the position or leaving the position mm -hmm. as CDC director, is like, well, at the time, we gave the, we gave the recommendations mm -hmm. that we had at the time. This yeah. is how they're maneuvering their way through the battlefield Correct. so that they don't hit the bombs that have already exploded that they're trying to say, well, well, we didn't hit them, but people need to wake up. Think about that. Well, they didn't want to admit. They've gone back on masking. They've gone back on the cupcake. And now they've gone back on the I word. Mm -hmm. Yeah, <laughs> they have to. They have to because the does anybody else see what's going on? Uh huh. They're slowly but surely trying. And most people took emergency use cupcakes mm -hmm. they didn't take ones that were full so that there wouldn't be any sort of a legal situation in regards to taking it once again think about what's going on most people aren't um does it piss you off um yeah interesting yeah. troy turner says that bg the big guy with all the money mm -hmm. not biden but the other guy with computers said that the next pandemic will really be a game changer now, Troy says that person, BG, should be arrested. Well, they're not going to arrest him, but I agree with Troy because he's doing it on purpose. And literally, these people have unalived so many people. It's unreal. And so now the doctors are going to act like, oh, I'm wrong. And, and it's because of the pharmaceutical companies. There was no money in the I word. There was money in in the thing in the arm. And there was money in the V in your neck. And, and I'm being cryptic and you guys know why. There was money in that. There was no money in the eye. This all boils down to big pharma. All of this does. And money. Well, one of our listeners, Megan, uh, sent me, Megan Marie sent me information. And I, I'm going to do a breakdown of this COVID, and it's going to blow your mind. And many of you may have seen the videos already that have come out, mm -hmm. but I watched all of these videos and these conferences that were taking a place across seas explaining what's actually happened and how COVID has been around for decades upon decades and how Dr. Fauci was involved with the testing and then it being utilized as a bioweapon and then being comboed with other situations in regards to it being authorized a year before our first SARS uh, virus hit the world, a year before. Mm. And Dr. David Martin um, breaks it down amazing. And we'll post the video for people to see the full video, but I have a lot of sound and it's something you won't want to miss. I was doing research on it last week going, oh my God, there's so much going on with mm -hmm. this. And why is it important now to know so that if something else pops up again, yes. people won't be the sheep they won't just Correct. sit oh we've got our numbers here and now we've also heard that um i can't remember the exact percentage but high percentages of quote 
COVID deaths were not really COVID COVID deaths. Correct. They were people. And they'll that go were back after two years later uh-huh. and correct information. Yes. yes. That was all. I mean, during COVID, every you know there were there were a lot of uh, uh, talks and conspiracy about how most of the deaths were not from actual COVID. Correct. And there was and that was and we've said this before that it you know the hospitals were getting thirty thousand dollars for a C death, and so these people were already and they use the word comorbidities, but the basically it's they were a year from dying. They had cancer. They they had heart issues. They had they were very elderly. So this I'm not saying it's okay that they died, but this you can't take a 30-year-old healthy person. The only ways that they were unalived is when they took the thing in their arm and it caused the heart problems. I mean, there there are so many unalived situations that these people should absolutely go to prison for. Are they? No, cuz they're all up there with with the deep state and the people that are hurting Maui and the people that are in Antarctica. I mean, it's true. That's that's what it is. People are afraid to say it. We're not. But so many people won't say it. Even other conservative talk shows won't say it. They will not say it. Or they're just now saying it in the last six months. Now, I don't want to diminish the actual illness itself. I had it and mm-hmm. it was horrible for me. And I had health issues on top of it. So I Correct. could have very well been one of the statistics. Correct. This is what opened my eyes to a lot of things, especially even my health. Mm-hmm. So that's when I, I, I started really worrying about that because I figured if I if I get this too many times, I'm not going to last. Correct. Correct. So it it is a serious illness, however. Yes. yes. Yeah, it, it really attacks the people who are of poor health. And I don't think any of us have said that it wasn't a serious illness. Yeah, I think it was. No, a no, no. I just illness. didn't want to diminish it, you know. Just yeah. to make sure that we're all on the same page to understand the reports about it and what was actually going on. And I mean, just think about $325 million has been made through royalty checks. And that. And you, the, the COVID experts, of course, Dr. Fauci. And then don't ever forget about the guy, the NIH director, Dr. Francis Collins. They cashed in on a ton of the $325 million the royalty checks from the pandemic. Pandemic. It, it should make sense to people now. Yes. It should make 100%. And then, of course, they disappear. Poof. Mm-hmm. Gone. Okay. Gone. Nothing to see here. We've got our money and we're getting out. That's why it's important to go back and do the scorecard. That's why it's important to bring these inf- bring these situations up when they happen mm-hmm. so that people don't forget how we were, quote, lied to. And then when those people go, well, that's just the information we had at the time. But I know people who are intelligent, book smart, intelligent, that still believe and promote. Well, it's not Fauci's fault. You know, we'd never seen anything like this before. They were just doing their best. It's all you crazy people out there on the right, you conspiracy theorists that are causing problems. And then... There are three people in my life. All three have situations of a health standpoint that have changed post cupcake. How so? Health-wise. Oh, health-wise. Two of the three admit it. They say, I have not been the same since I got the cupcake. And that's why we talk about it because of these situations that are now being brought up. Yes. When, oh, we're not recommending, but we're not denying doctors recommend the I word for patients. Correct, correct. Um, Yeah, well, you know, we we did an emergency use cupcake. Sorry if things have changed in your body. Two of the three people Mm -hmm. are in my life. Threes have changed. One isn't quite sure if it's because of that or not. 
The other two say 100%, my body has changed since the cupcake. And I believe it can do that because we know it came over from Wuhan. And we know that those same people- Well, it came from the labs. Correct, correct. The actual lab there that we know that in 2015, Fauci was there with Obama. So there's no mistake. And the Chinese government absolutely is mean to their people. I mean, they left little girls for dead on the side of the road. So what makes you think they're not going to create something that's going to, to kill off the people that they think well, are less than because they're sick or they're old? Well, I'm or they're thinking heavy. it was in conjunction with our own scientists. And when, I do, and when I do yes. this breakdown yes. and you hear the sound and you hear... Mm-hmm. the Fauci's of the world who are associated 100%. with the research that was being done, the signing off of it, uh, how this was actually first created in the 60s yes. and how each year it gets tested to do this and do that. It's mm-hmm. not something that just, quote, originated from right. a, a bat and whatever right. having sex. No, it, it's not anything of that nature. This no. has been a structured, organized, planned situation for decades. Correct. Correct. Decades. And, the and there's proof of it. Yeah. Federal documents mm-hmm. prove it. So when we have stories say, well, the I word, you know, it may be all right. And then we're being told, well, now, you know what, the uh, cupcakes. Yeah, we, we know we told you it would save everybody. And if you didn't get one, you were hurting society. Well, now we've gone back on that. Mm-hmm. Sorry. You know, yeah, it wouldn't protect you from getting anything else. Um, yeah, we're, we're testing. We'll see where we go. That's why it's important. Hey, if we were lied to, we were lied to. If there were mistakes, were mistakes. We just need to know. Correct. Just admit that you were wrong. Some of the people that really didn't understand. And I think that Frouchy knew. I think Trump was wrong for going along with him, but I don't think he knew. If anybody knows him, he's a germaphobe. Phobe. So he was one of those people that were scared to death and, and wanted to help the American people. And I think he was wrong in that for even encouraging it. But I will give him the benefit of the doubt because I don't think he knew. I, 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 I could be wrong because I don't know him personally, but I know a lot of people that surrounded him say that he's a germaphobe. Well, Aaron says people use the same excuse for Trump, both Trump and Fauci, libel, uh, and like you were saying. Yeah, but yeah. Uh, and here's another sad thing. Yes, people in the past have collapsed on fields. They've collapsed on basketball courts. Yes. But nowhere near to the extent that we have now and the age of kids. We had another 17-year-old. Thank you, Mary, for bringing this up. A boy, basketball player, one of the best in the country. Uh, died at basketball practice. So sad. Um, we're not getting any information yet on how, as I've told you before, start to look for the first time ever. I did these stories and news for 24 years. All of a sudden, we're not giving cause of death anymore, mm-hmm. uh, or at least you don't see a lot of that. But we definitely see many more people collapsing, athletes, all of a sudden, out of nowhere, and you're going, hmm, what the hell is going on? Mm-hmm. As I always say, look at the track record. Look yeah. at the scorecard. It will tell you. But there's so many things we get hit with on a daily basis, it's easy to forget. But LeBron James' son goes down. Thankfully, he's going to be all right. Um, you know, the 17-year-old boy, not so much the case. Uh, one thing that I was dead wrong on, and I still can't believe this is going on, um, is the fact mm-hmm. that Damar Hamlin played in a football game over the weekend. He came back. Somehow, some way, the Buffalo Bills safety, if people remember, uh, I said there's no way in hell that guy will play football again. I don't know how the hell he is back on a field being mm-hmm. allowed to play, mm-hmm. but he was back on a field and he looked pretty damn good. I was specifically watching because I knew he was playing and I was like, I'm wrong. I, I cannot believe, but most people were. Not only did he live, the guy's back on a football field. And, and for our conspiracy theorists, and we do our own conspiracy theories mm-hmm. too. You don't just clone another guy to play in the NFL. It just right, right. it's him. 
it is him somehow, some way on a football field. Unless the cloning has gotten to that point, then we're all screwed. We're in big trouble if that's the case. And big, we'll be replaced uh, at, a, in, at a near die, by date. It'll oh, be happening. That's depressing. Um, so anyway, when these things continue to come out, we're going to continue to show you the money that the NIH director made, the money that Fauci made. Oh yeah, that I word. Yeah, maybe it's not so bad. You can use it now and just think about the cupcake and how many people lost their jobs and how many people having to force their lives into different situations. We are keeping score here at Cancel This. We'll continue to keep score and we'll continue to pass those stories along when we get those so that nobody ever forgets. And, you know, you talked about it, Joe. You know what? Uh, our good friend, Dr. Naputi suffered dearly, but I'm going to tell you why. I am convinced mm. I never got COVID because, and I'm not saying that this is the end all, end all, but for me, taking my, my, taking my vitamin D mm -hmm. and my zinc throughout it all because I'd met him. And guess what? Yep. Not once. And I tested like eight times and I was forced to test because of my previous job. Mm -hmm. Not once did I get it. Yeah. I'm not so super healthy. I'm just, I was just convinced that. If you listen to people that, you know, we're dealing with patients every day, not people, you know, how many patients did Fauci have? Zero, zero. And I didn't mean to get off on a far tangent on the whole subject again today, but that report that came up that Charlie Kirk uh, posted on Twitter really, really got me thinking about how sorry I am for a lot of people and what people have had to go through. Yeah. I feel sorry because they were very misled and they didn't understand and fear, as we've always said, is a liar and it's scary. I've had it twice, and it was horrible for me both times. However, I haven't had it since, and I really do believe in natural immunity. To mm -hmm. Of course. Of, mm -hmm. yeah. Well, and I agree with you, Joe. I, I got it, and, I, and I've said it on the show before, and it was not fun. And um, I was the only one at my former workplace that literally the only one at iHeart that did not take it. And I, my family never got it. I really feel that shedding is a real thing because the entire office got it. All the people that even got the thing in their arm. And then I was one of the last ones to get it. But those were the only people during that period of time I was around. And so, but I did call the frontline doctors and they gave me a whole compounding mixture and sent it to a compounding pharmacy just like like Steve and Kathy talk about. And as soon as I took that stuff, wham, I was better in hours. Maybe I'll do this breakdown on Thursday. I'll try to shoot for Thursday. If not Thursday, maybe we make it the Friday free for all because yeah, the topic and it. the sound will blow your mind. Let's do it. Uh, from Dr. Martin, who I was talking about. And of course, you're not going to see it in America because local news or national news won't cover it. Um, not even Fox, but we certainly will. And just because it wasn't shown here does not mean it hasn't happened. Mm -hmm. Megan from the chat line says, remember that every time a patient needed a ventilator for a cupcake-like symptom, they received a lot of money. Once again, this is a scorecard yep. issue. Right. Don't forget the scoreboard. We mm -hmm. forget about the scoreboards. And even more, when a cause of death was a cupcake, all money-driven. People on vents because they're panicking because the fear of God is in them from all the propaganda. And we know about the propaganda. And how dare you hurt society if you don't do this or don't do that. You have to do this and you have to do that. Um, Paula says, my sister and mother are still messed up from COVID and possibly the cupcake changed our lives forever. And I'm sure that was because I said two of the three, peop three people closely in my life, they've all suffered physical symptoms after the cupcake. Two of them admit that they think it's because of that. No mm -hmm. doubt. No doubt. Yeah. They said that they haven't been the same uh, since then. So Bobby says, watched Painkiller this weekend. 
Um, the Sackler family bought their way out from the opiate pandemic by paying $6.5 billion. Imagine how much power the likes of J&J can well. It's a great point, Bobby, yeah. uh, when it comes to the whole issue of drugs and how certain individuals were making so much money promoting this or promoting that during these situations that are brought up. And it is ironic how that ties back into our belief when we show you the evidence, when we show you the meetings that were taking place in Maui just in January about 15-minute smart cities, how they wanted to create a 15-minute smart city in Maui. And then what's the convention next month? We say this before we get out today. Mm -hmm. Oh, it's the summit for a digital government yep. with AI being the key to being able to run the government in Maui. Okay. Why local and national news are not covering these stories? Uh, you know why, but these are happening. Once again, we do the research. We try to do the best that we can to make sure that you understand everything that's going on that's out there today. Uh, Dave says, zinc and vitamin D like you, Vic, since the war on COVID, 100%. Um, Jeff said, never got. I know I had to have been exposed. My daughter worked in the COVID ward and came home every single day, but they were able to stay away. Even Cindy says, I believe D3 and zinc helped and kept me from getting it uh, for the first year and a half. She said since then, though, she had it twice, mm -hmm. but the I word helped quickly. Yes. Yes. I agree with her. The I word helps quickly. Were you going to say something, Joe? I was just going to, uh, during COVID, that's when I started taking a lot of supplements and I did mm -hmm. start taking D and zinc. Uh, I was actually deficient in Z and D and uh, probably zinc as well, but I, I started taking those. So I guess... It, there might be a lot of truth to that. That's another plug for New Age. I know I'm going on Friday, and you can find out if you're. Are you going to share your? Are you going to share your labs? Sure, sure. <laughs> I, I would awesome. be happy to share the labs. <laughs> yeah, I'm going on Friday, and I would assume I'm probably low on D. I usually am when I get my blood work, but I think that's another before Bill. Bill G throws something else at us again, get your blood work done anywhere. If it's not at new age somewhere, find out what you're low on and start taking it before this new thing comes out before the next election. Oh my God. Yeah. There we it, go. It's coming. It's coming. So we, we all know your health that there's going to be a lot that's going. And that's why we try, we, we promote other shows. We promote what we do because we want to make sure the right information gets out there that people are thinking in the correct form before 2024 comes because as we know and we've shown you generals talking about we don't know if there's going to be an election in 2024 okay but tomorrow while we have all of our serious we're also going to have some fun from 9 30 to 10 uh max price is headlining the funny bone that's coming up in a few weeks in the st louis area he's going to be in studio tomorrow from 9 30 to 10 so love that we well, need to laugh that's yeah. <laughs> so good we need to laugh we'll after this in. segment he can't stand cancel culture when Yay. it comes to comedy like most comedy yeah and comedians it's like we gotta get rid of the damn cancel culture for sure and let us have fun it's like give us a break stop taking things so personal and trying to ruin even the laughing that we get to do so max right. is going to be in studio um talk to him we'll promote his show that's going to be coming up as well and of course as you know we've got lots and i mean lots of other news to get to things that we didn't get to today as well so uh remind us if there are stories that we need to know let lizzie know let myself know uh if you know of partners from a business standpoint from an advertising standpoint let us know we continue to grow we'll jump them in we'll connect we'll get things going and of course as always be sure to check out all of our original content on canceltheshow.com and of course like subscribe share the show you can also send stars 
We appreciate you guys jumping in every day. Have an awesome Monday. That does it for this canceltheshow.com podcast for August 14th. Have a great day and we'll see you tomorrow.